0: Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a podcast. Not only is this a podcast, but it's our journey. A journey that we hope you want to ride out with us as we intend to educate you guys, inspire, talk about past and current experiences, and to make one thing to stop judging others. Most importantly, stop judging yourself based on others' views and perceptions. With that said, you'll be hearing from me, myself, Austin Kirshner, but along with our journey on this podcast will be my mother, Kathy Kirshner, and my brother, Dylan Kirshner. With that said, welcome to Silencing of Stigma. We're going back to the roots.
1: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to (laughs) Silencing of Stigma. So we have this impromptu guest that I spoke to a little, probably what, like two hours ago, maybe?
2: Yes, (laughs) ma'am. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he is quite the comedian here tonight. <laughs> I almost had to call nine one one. I couldn't breathe. I choked on my water.
0: We're not even close.
1: Um, I could have peed my pants too. It was hilarious. I don't, damn. I, we're
2: calling nine one one.
1: I've never seen him like this before. I think he's delirious. He drove here from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and he's not going to give his name. So you're going to have to guess it. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Long time ago we met. How many years ago did we meet?
2: 25.
0: <laughs> 25 years? I would have been four. <laughs> 20? <laughs> Sounds about right.
1: 20?
0: No. No. We graduated in 2012. We played basketball.
1: Oh, that's a hit, guys.
0: <laughs> what?
1: That was a hint. Oh, hint? oh, you're about playing basketball.
0: Oh, yeah. My fault. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's all right. Well, how long have you been out I'd of school? I'd say probably like 10 years 12, you've been out of school. 12 years ago. So, pro- yeah, 14 years ago. 13, 14
2: years ago. I'd say 12. I, I did know you guys, though, when... Uh, Kyle was playing baseball for Red Line. Oh, yes, I right. would actually go to their games and take pictures of uh, the players and stuff.
1: That's another hint, I guys. About that.
2: Yes, <laughs> that was uh, a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, we met through sports, through Red Line, and uh, we've stayed in touch ever since. I'll never forget the first time you came to my house, went right in the house. I think I was leaving to go to a funeral or something, and you were looking for Austin. And oh, I my. said, I said, just go on in. And next thing I know, I look and I see your shadow standing in his bedroom. I thought it was to our Chunky birthday. I
0: thought it was our birthday.
1: Well, you did get Chuck Chucky Cheese for their birthday once, too. Oh, well, maybe it was. Yeah. Also, because I remember the one parent who wasn't familiar with you. I'll tell you that her name afterwards, she came to me when you came back from Chuck E. Cheese, and I had cake there, ice cream cake, and she said, are we okay with this? (laughs) He took all these kids to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, we're fine. We're all good.
2: Yes, that was fun. (laughs) I threw a mean ski ball
1: (laughs) So we met, we met... Well, when whenever we met, um, we had yeah. some really good times together. We drove, what, to Kutztown, we went to Reading, we went to.
2: Yes, a lot of basketball AAU tournaments. Yeah.
1: Remember the time you quit coaching? You pulled your chair to the end of the gym? Everybody's
0: going to know who this is now.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I plead the fifth or don't remember, <laughs> actually.
1: You serious? You don't remember that? You got mad at them and you pulled your chair down? Where was the gym at? That was in Kutztown.
0: You gotta remember he's coached for how many years. Yeah, but we it weren't was the this, only ones no, he coached.
2: I, I know, did, but it was this group
1: because we always had the same moms. He always hung out with all of us moms, remember? But you were coaching and they were losing and you, you Oh, didn't... in
2: between the games and stuff. No, well you guys was, had food. This was during the game. i hung out got, with you
1: guys. No, you hung out with us after the game. I'm talking about the time you quit coaching. And the kids just kept playing and they were intercept they were they were I don't know this one. They were bringing each other in and out of the game and then they called up and so you pulled your chair back and started coaching again.
2: What? <laughs> well, it was probably because they weren't listening to me anyhow.
1: They were they never listened.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, that is not exactly true. They they did try to listen at times. <laughs> and the Kirstner boys uh, just uh, they were freaking awesome.
1: <laughs> did they listen?
2: Really, they just did their they did their twin thing, and you know it was just pretty impressive to watch.
1: Okay, good. So we had some fun times together. Yes, you hung out with the moms in between games because we always had food. We had the minivans. We'd pull up. We had a great time with the moms. You were probably the only dad. Well, you weren't the dad. You were the coach. I was the coach. Yes. I don't think the dads really traveled with us. If you think about it, it was mostly the moms. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but we had a good time. Anyway, so we go that far back, and we stay yes. in touch. Um, he moved out of Red Line. Yep. He left us.
2: Uh, Yes. And he misses us. I needed a change, and boy, did I get a change. <laughs> Tell us about that. Uh, when COVID hit, I decided that I needed a change, and uh, I'd been teaching for 31 years, and it was uh, – Uh, I thought a welcome change, you know, moving to an area that I had visited many, many times before, and I always had a dream of uh, teaching at the beach, and uh, when COVID hit uh, that summer of 2020, I uh, had received, I applied and then received a job offer at uh, uh, Carolina Forest High School in Horry County Schools, and I took the job, so... But it's been it's been a whirlwind of changes, and uh, you know it's it's God is good. That's Absolutely, for sure. lots of prayers, ups and downs, ups and downs. Amen. But now you're in your own place. Finally. Yes, I finally bought a condo down there, and uh, it's uh, it's a nice place. And as I was driving up to Pennsylvania uh, last night, I was thinking, you know what. Uh, how come it doesn't feel like home? I mean, like, I'm driving up on 83, and I'm thinking, man, this feels like... This feels more like home than, uh, than Myrtle Beach. And then uh, uh, the couple that I'm staying with, there, they're like, you lived in Red Lion 31 years. It's no wonder, you know, you've only been to, in Myrtle Beach for two years. You know, it's no wonder that Red Lion feels more like home in, in time uh maybe the Myrtle Beach area will feel more like home.
1: I think it will. But this isn't even your original home. Pardon me? This is not even, Redline's not your oh, original no, Pittsburgh,
2: home. Pittsburgh is where I, where I grew up. Came to Redline. So now Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Clarion University. Got my uh, Bachelor of Arts degree in, in uh, teaching education, special education. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh like I said, God is good and... uh you know ups and downs but uh very very fortunate mostly ups good
1: that's awesome and we're glad you finally found a place every other week we weren't sure if you were moving back or you were staying moving back or staying then you found that bench at the beach that swing oh amen how
2: about that That that's that's good i know i i feel my my mom's presence actually when i'm at the ocean there and uh it's uh it's good i mean i do believe in a higher power and uh when I need to, uh, excuse me, make good decisions or make decisions and think things through, I find myself at the beach, which is uh, about ten minutes from uh, my condo. Now I'm jealous because that's my happy
1: place. I tell everybody the beach is my happy place. Someday I'll get down there and sit on that swing. Austin got to sit on the swing with you.
0: I didn't sit on it, but I got to see it.
1: Oh, you didn't. Sit you got on to it? see it. No,
2: no, we didn't. It. It oh, well, somebody fun. else was sitting. We there? had stuff to do. Oh. <laughs> uh that is an understatement
0: we had shit to do we had
2: yes uh, uh for anybody for any listeners listeners out there uh austin is a very good packer of uh uh moving trailers uh he basically with with my assistance uh actually with no assistance from me no no he definitely uh, helped he uh he loaded this uh three bedroom to. uh two-bath apartment uh, condo into one of those moving pods. That was tremendous. I mean, it was, I just, uh, with my brother's help last weekend, we unloaded it and... The whole thing? The whole thing, yes. i got to ask you a
0: question. Did anything break?
2: Uh, To Austin, and and my my brother's an engineer, and uh, we we did not lose one anything. There was, uh, nothing was broke. Um, the, the straps, which I should have brought with me uh, on my trip north, uh, are not. Uh, they're, they're on my uh, uh, kitchen counter down in Myrtle Beach. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's, it was, it was uh, another example of uh, God being so really good to me and, uh, you know, giving me friends that really are uh, really just awesome. It's amazing how people
1: just pull together, even from different areas, to help yes it truly is and you know you and i talk about it we text each other pretty frequently and god is good like we always say i'll pray for you and it always works out like you were going through a lot there for a while and
2: we just prayed like yeah the power of prayer is 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 a real thing and uh there's no doubt that it uh it uh helps in 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 uh so many different situations
1: Amen. So, the reason Mike's on here is to share his story a little bit, but Mike listens to our podcast every week.
2: Part of my Sunday routine.
1: (laughs) But literally, so tell us what is your favorite podcast of all of them that you listen to?
2: I really like any podcast (laughs) that Austin gives his mother a hard time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're laughing because several listeners... Not just one, but a few have said, why is he so mean to you? And he's really not. For those listeners out there, um, I had, if you're part of our sciencing a Stigma group, you saw a picture of Austin and I that I posted last night because somebody said to me, I wish that I knew what you look like because when I'm listening and you are picking on each other, I have no idea. So everybody frames this vision of what people look like. Did you ever do that? You're talking to sure somebody for a long time <throat> and then you think you come up with some kind of like picture of what you think they look like, and most of the time it's not anything that you expected them to look like.
2: Yes, uh, that, I, I agree 100% with that. And then thank you for putting the picture out there on Facebook of you, too. That was really yeah. good.
1: So now people can at least see yeah, the absolutely. asshole that picks on me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like you can see it in his face. He just looks like one.
2: Well, he just, <laughs> he, he, I think he just enjoys it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding It's his way of
2: showing love there Yeah. You go. Well,
1: But we had a breakthrough last podcast
2: What was the breakthrough? I'm sorry
1: It was Mother's Day
2: Yes, congratulations <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> And we taped it And I texted you And I said Make sure you listen to Sunday's podcast You're gonna cry And you said I don't like sad ones I try to stay positive Which I like that comment You learned that from Austin, didn't you? Uh, that we uh, got to stay positive.
2: Oh yes, definitely.
1: <laughs> He's shaking his head. But anyway, he said he loved me on that podcast, so he remember.
2: I apologize. I didn't take note of that, but congratulations. <laughs> it
0: was the last like two seconds of the podcast.
1: Oh, so he cut everything out after that.
2: Okay.
0: No, was, that was the last thing we said.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, in in today's society. Uh, the People don't uh, share their emotions, uh, their v- true emotions, uh, as frequently as they probably should. Right. And and saying "I love you" is should be should be second nature, uh, you know, to people hearing that because they need to not only hear it but they need to feel it.
1: Do you say that often to people?
2: Well, uh, at, when I was coaching uh, basketball, I and, and I don't know if Austin remembers this, but. I'd always, could because I had a special bond with my mother, uh, I'd always, like, uh, after a game or things like that, after something like a big win or whatever, I'd always, you know, be grateful and tell the kids to thank their parents for coming to the game, and and especially their mothers, because uh, I think, you know, mothers are a special breed, and... uh, you know they're there for them during the tough times and 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 uh you know it, it, it's great the group that i coached one of the groups that i coached uh, i saw a very uh strong mother presence in all the boys and in their families which uh doesn't always happen and uh, i thought that was uh my way of you know relaying the message to the players you know be grateful tell your tell your parents you love them and uh you know, kind of bigger than a the basketball theme. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: We didn't know you were doing that. That's awesome.
2: Well, I, it, it's it's true. You know, yeah. I mean, the 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 number of events that the, the the you know you'd mentioned earlier about, you know, the the, the fathers may not have you know they're working they they yep. they have their own issues yep. that uh, that they can't make the games necessary, especially during the summer in AAU season, you know players and, and uh, athletes need to be more grateful uh, to, their, uh, to their mother and uh, the parents that actually tote them around and uh, provide uh, not only transportation, but the support. Because it is tough as a parent, uh, it's tough to let your uh, child be yelled at. You know, and I sensed, you know, not every group, I could yell at and be as uh, honest with the players as uh, the group that uh, uh, that I had to, with Austin and his brother and uh, a couple other really awesome guys and families. Yeah, that's true.
1: So you don't always have to say it. Like we don't like we know we love each other. And when people pick and say, "Why is he so mean to you?" It's not intentional. Like that's just our way of showing. Showing our love And, and actually caring When he calls me straight out on things He does it on the podcast But he also does it outside the podcast And he's usually right on point point. And then I start laughing Because he just calls me right out And somebody asked me at work the other day Were you cheesing? I was laughing at work And they're like, are you cheesing? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> because when I'm laughing He says I'm cheesing <laughs> That's funny So I was cheesing earlier Today, but anyway, so that we want to get back. So, what was your favorite one? I mean, I oh, know the, when the, he picks the, on me, and I know gracious. you love when he curses at me. Uh, the, the cursing
2: uh, did uh, when when <laughs> Austin first started uh, this uh, silencing the stigma. It was uh, truly like a uh, nothing against truck drivers. Oh, but, geez. Uh, stigma, yes,
1: Mike. Just, stigma. I
2: <laughs> okay, I mean, uh, I love truck drivers. They make the world go round. <laughs> <clears throat> but but Austin, uh, every every other word, and, and I really felt bad because when I, actually when I coached I would let one slip occasionally, but okay. Uh, okay. and and kind of you <laughs> know that's never, oh boy, <laughs> he,
0: he lets all think slip too.
1: <laughs> They're all laughing. Apparently he told them to love their mothers, but something else happened in that locker room. Too. Well, to
2: survive to survive the the really. Uh, you know, I, as a coach, I thought it was my responsibility to prepare these kids for not only <laughs> the toughness of the world, basically. And uh, I wasn't very nice uh, sometimes in practices.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Kathy. Did you make them run? I don't care that you yelled at them because I was yelling at them probably more than you were.
2: Uh, that would be uh, a yes, and there would be uh, another podcast probably <laughs> that's should... about three hours long. <laughs> about all the times I made them run and, and then forgot about that I made them run and so they're still running. <laughs> Maybe we should get this basketball yeah, we team, should get together the team together and with do a you. podcast. That would be hilarious.
0: And all the moms.
1: And the moms. All the moms, we still see each other occasionally, but we've all changed. Did you It's notice? a special bond. Did you notice we all lost weight <laughs>
2: since the basketball season? Uh Yes, I knew <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was the right, politically correct answer.
1: <laughs> okay, so again, which so one? I was, is
0: no, 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 he was going about me cussing yeah. when I first started.
2: Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, but it, it's, it's glad to see that uh, uh, your host, uh, host with the most, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Austin, uh, doesn't uh, – swear as quite as often as so he, he I, I did don't
0: remember did, did i really cuss that much
2: yeah at the beginning Yeah there were some ones. times i mean <clears throat> there's a there's a uh level of cursing that is <laughs> you know there's you know kind of like bad swear words and then there's the mother of all you know <laughs> what words that you try not to use and uh and then there's some other that we don't even address. So. <laughs> he never went to that point. No, we n- no, I've, no. What
0: words are those? No,
2: no, no, no. We can't. we can't talk about that. Please stop the recording. <laughs>
1: <laughs> beep beep beep. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he does not curse as much.
2: No, that's um, and that's great. Um. Well, I, I enjoy the the guests that you have, all the guests that you have. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to enjoy this guest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, all the different the, the different topics. You know, uh, you know that about about uh, the opioid uh, epidemic. You know, and uh, it's. Uh, I told Kathy that it's. You know, some of these are, are sad. Uh, you know, I, I I've you know, know way too many, um, people that have, you know, lost their lives in, in this, in this, you know, um, epidemic. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's sad, but the, the service that you're providing during this podcast, I think is, is very, is very good. And, you know, I think for every one person, you know, that you can maybe reach or, You know, give a a better understanding is is well worth your time. And you guys are uh, you guys are awesome. You were awesome before, but you know uh, the what you're doing here is tremendous.
1: What's one of the most shocking things that you learned through all these podcasts and stories?
2: Well, I I can't. You know, uh, I'm I'm no expert. But I, I, you know, even living down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, I know that this, this opioid, you know, fentanyl, it, it is, it's everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. when I say everywhere, I don't know if it's international, but I know in the United States, I mean, there are people dying uh, because of overdoses. And, uh, you know, I, I had heard, uh, I live close to Coastal Carolina University, and they have a program down there where they, uh, there is a uh, a packet that you that kids get, kids, college students, or whoever, uh, drug users, and they can mix it with the drugs that they're using. And if it turns a certain color, it, uh, it it's showing the presence of fentanyl. And at that point, they choose not to do the drug. Okay. I mean. But then I, I I just heard that on the news. Um, I don't know if you guys heard anything. Is that about similar
1: that? to what Alyssa was talking about on that one podcast? I forget what she called it. That was that was strips fentanyl test. Yes, yeah. test strips. That, that, Is I it think similar to it that? was very
2: yeah. It was. I think they were strips. I, I had said something you mix in with, but it was. I think it was a fentanyl strip. That, okay. You know, and there's a stigma to that. You know, uh, but I think just watching it on the news, watching the story on the news. You know, hopefully it, the word gets out there and, you know, be you just don't want to lose people.
1: Yeah, and it just keeps getting worse. If you think about it, when Kyle passed, he was one of the first ones in New York County to have an autopsy where it showed fentanyl. Mm-hmm. But they believed back eight years ago, nine years ago, that when you bought hair, when you didn't know fentanyl was in it. Right. And now... People are going out and just buying fentanyl. Like, they are pur- they know what they're purchasing, and they're purchasing it anyway. And it's it's like Russian roulette. So it blows people's minds. People that aren't aware of the stories and things mm-hmm. like that can't comprehend that somebody would literally take something and know that I could die from this. Like, it just goes to show how strong this disease is that you're going to gamble your life for yeah. fentanyl. I, I agree. I mean, and it's... Uh... As a teacher and and hearing the different signs now, do you think it's more in a high school or junior high? Would you say where do you think that we should if we we're gonna educate, where do you think we should start educating?
2: Uh it's a tough it's a tough subject because you uh how do you educate without uh influencing, or introducing you know, and introducing it, it you know. Uh, but it's already, I mean, it's already, you know, when I say it's already, I, I'm sure drugs and, you know, the smoking weed and all that stuff's already at the junior high school level, you know. It's, um, you know, there's, there's programs that I, when, back when I was teaching that they, uh, speakers that would go into the auditorium and parents would, you know, and I think any type of that and all of that education is good. Uh, it's just that I, I think there's a large population of parents that uh, they're in the, uh, it's not my kid, not, not my, mm-hmm. my kid would never do that. And uh, they, they sometimes become blindsided, you know, uh, or, you know, their eyes are open to uh, just how bad the uh, and powerful the drug is, you know, and and it does. It starts with the smoking marijuana and the weed and stuff, and that uh, you know he, that to educate uh, education is the the most important thing that you guys can do. And and it's not, you know, it's it. There's agencies, there's government agencies out there that need to continue to provide information and talk about it yes you and not let it get on the back burner because you know another another topic that you have coming out here and it, it it's the um, suicide awareness and the the pressures of athletes that are that have uh, uh chose suicide over living their lives and uh whether they uh, attribute that to uh the sports they're playing or to the pressures you know uh there's so many stressors that are on high school age and and college age kids nowadays that uh, education is so vitally important and there's not enough counselors in 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 the uh, school systems uh and the government that provide information you know and Mm -hmm. uh provide awareness and alternatives and Uh, You guys talk about the mindfulness and... uh, Mental health. Meditating. Meditation. Oh, yeah, we're going there You know, that's... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great, Kath. (laughs) Um, You know, those things uh, cannot be understated because of the importance uh, of moving outside of this epidemic. And uh, as well as, you know... There's, there's, a, I saw on the news also a story about, you know, parents are sometime are now choosing to not have their kids uh, get a cell phone until they're grade eight, eighth grade, something like that. Mm-hmm. And and uh, there is, there's, and their kids are addicted to uh, their their cell phones. And uh, whether well, I know the. Uh, the workforce is having problems with people always pulling out their phones, and uh, I'm guilty of it, you know, not to mention, you know, uh, texting and driving. You know, uh, people are losing their lives uh, all because of not kids, kids and young adults and adults not knowing that the world will go on without this phone that's in my hand. You know, it doesn't need to be. I don't need to answer that text message. I don't need to. And, and I'm guilty of that. I mean that uh, and i know it happens Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, social media is a big thing pressures yes absolutely Mm -hmm. i often wonder gosh what would we do i was talking to somebody the other night and he said he has a regular house phone, and we were talking about how the cords used to get mixed tied up and you'd be sitting on the phone. oh i know what you're talking about (laughs) he's holding one of those cords right now (laughs) But he said, "Is this bizarre that I still have a house phone?" And I'm like, "No, for us, no, it's not." And then I was pulling up this video where we had that dial phone, and they put it in front of two kids. Oh, and they didn't. Know. And they didn't have a clue what to do. They were pushing the button like they didn't know what to do with the dial. Yeah. And it made me laugh because we're not that old. We're recycled teenagers. We're young, like we're young.
2: Well, thank you. <laughs> but I agree yes, sometimes. Yes. Most of the time.
1: All the time. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but they didn't know what to do with it, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. Why are you like pointing crazy. at me? I know what to do with it. You didn't know You wouldn't have had dial one of them things. Yeah, you
0: hit the number, and you wind it the whole way around until it stops, and you let go. Uh, then
2: you go the rotary phone, there's no hitting. <laughs> or you put that's your aggressive. finger on. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you very much, yes. Sure.
0: <laughs>
1: He's hitting the push button once. Yes. Yeah. I
0: don't know, know what I'm talking
1: about. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but we got a little bit off topic there, but you're right. It's the social media. I think mental health is a big thing right now that's leading into addiction and things like that. I've not talked to so many people that have been depressed, including myself. I'm out of it, but there's so many people that need help. I helped two people. I have an individual that um, was speaking to me and said that the next appointment that she could get is in two months. Yes. How do you tell somebody who's in a crisis that your next appointment is in two months, and right. if you can't wait for two months, you can go to the ER and they can help you.
2: That's that's crazy to me. It is crazy. And and uh, I know. I mean, I'm not. You have to talk to a doctor about. You know, I know there's some medications out there that are better than others to help with depression. You know, but you know that's recognizing that you need help is probably the, the first step in, yep. in, in getting help, you know? Um, and then
1: to be told that I can help you, but I can't help you now. If it's right, that, that bad, would, mm-hmm. go to the ER. Well, who's going to go to the ER? Because then we know what happens next. Right. Yeah. It's crazy, but
2: yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, the, the kind of the world we live in. It's, it's, it's very tough, uh, and you know the the pressures, the stress, the uh, whether it's real or imagined is uh, it's still there. You know it's in your brain or. Uh... Yep.
1: So so we're finding holistic ways to deal with this mental health and things like that. So we're gonna spin into the next topic because you sent me something the other night, um, and you were trying this. So Mike's trying to meditate.
2: Please refresh my mind or on, on. Meditation. The... You meditation. sent me a
1: meditation. Was
2: it a quote?
1: No. It was something that you were trying. You were going to try to do this meditation. So have you tried to meditate since Kayla? No, He doesn't even remember. No. You have not meditated yet.
2: You said you purchased. Is meditation the same as levitation?
1: <laughs> There's a song out called Levitation, isn't there? I
2: don't know.
0: <laughs> You guys are referencing all these old-time things. No,
1: levitation is a new song.
0: Oh, I don't know,
2: Kathy. I just, I just love it when you look at Austin. Look, <laughs> he is the hip to all square. That is so big time.
1: Well, I learned a couple other words this week that I didn't know the definition of, and I have, uh, yeah. It wasn't
0: from me, because no, I didn't talk to you this no, week. No, it
1: wasn't from you. I coded hymns when I got these words that people talked to me about, and really? this was another song that was out there that I had no idea what it meant. I'm not even going to mention it on this podcast, but, yeah. Wow.
2: It's a little different out there. So you
1: did not meditate
2: yet? I did, I have not, um, no, nothing officially. Didn't even try it.
1: You said you went out and we were gonna pay on the internet, didn't you? Google.
2: Uh, there's an app called Hallow. <laughs> yeah. Did you do it? Uh, until the free trial ran out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fair. But YouTube it is, is from what
2: I hear. I mean, there's also, I guess, there's a movie, Father Stew or something. Uh, something I. I it's supposedly a good movie. I have not actually seen it, uh, but. It's a it's a, priest, a story about a priest or something that uh, I don't know that meditates. Well, no. Uh, when they interviewed the actor, uh, and I'm trying to think of the guy's name. It's the actor that played shooter.
0: Uh.
2: Yeah, he has a bunch of brothers that also act. Uh, Wahlberg. Yes, Mark Wahlberg. Was yes. he the Facebook guy? What? Okay. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, that would be Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> He played Father <laughs> Stew, and uh, when they when, uh, NBC was interviewing him, he actually said, and he gave props to the uh, Hallow app that actually helps them helps him meditate on a daily basis, or uh, at least remain focused on living life to its you know fullest. Mm-hmm. So, are you planning on meditating at any point? Does it intrigue you to try it? Uh, yes. Yes, I, I used to do a, a meditation type, I'd follow lessons in the classroom with my students. Okay. And that uh, that was very uh, rewarding and fulfilling, you know, to watch my students. You know, and it, it started with clearing everything that was going on in their world, you know. Whether it meant putting their head down, closing their eyes, uh, becoming one with their world, sitting you know understanding the uh, their their foot the position of their feet uh clearing their mind i mean it's uh, it was good i mean i i not only did i follow it uh, with my students uh it was it was good it was educational for myself and uh, there are times when i do use uh Meditation,
0: Like mindfulness. mindfulness. Yeah, mindfulness. Okay,
2: mindfulness, okay yes. cool. I did lessons on mindfulness, <laughs>
0: not meditation. Sorry. I think it's cool that you did that as a teacher, though, because you don't hear that very often.
2: Well, I, I was uh, my, and thank goodness for my paraprofessionals and myself. We, uh, we recognized the stressors of. This was right before COVID, the year before COVID, that uh, that the junk that was going on in the students' world, the phones uh, vaping, you know, all the craziness of, of social media and and society, you know, those were not, they were counterproductive to kids learning anything. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, we recognized that and we did a mindfulness, we did mindfulness, uh, every day for a a period, which was, uh, it was good. And, uh, I think, um, Did you learn that in school to do that or you just... Uh, read, read books okay. read books, watch videos, YouTube stuff uh, not so much YouTube it was um, the Goldie Hawn actually does uh, uh, the actress Goldie Hawn mm-hmm. she she actually has a I think it's called bind Up uh, and she was big into providing information and I read her book and uh, and I think you know, even if you try it, it's it's good. It's helpful. You know, it's what your it's what your body, it's what your mind needs to uh, to sometimes move on, to move forward in life. You know, you can't get all caught up in the uh, craziness of the, of the world. And you know, using mindfulness or meditation or call it whatever you want. You know, taking time away and focusing on. Your body, focusing on relaxation, breathing—you know, those are—they're uh, only going to be helpful to you. So, whether it's official or not, you know, try it. You know, research it, read about it, watch videos about it, and uh, you know, you'll—you'll you'll find something that is good for you. A hell of a lot better than drugs or alcohol or anything like that. Yep, awesome. And
1: sleep is important too. Did you learn that through all these researches?
2: Yes, yes. Sleep is sleep is vital to uh, your brain healing. Uh, I know when I experienced a medical event. Um, I mean, there were, that that in itself was an interesting situation, and in that because uh, I, I did have a stroke, and uh, thank goodness I had friends with me at the time that said, Mike, you're just not right. And I'm like, well, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you were really not no, right but that I really, uh, Yeah, I really wasn't right. And uh, they recognized the, uh, the signs of me having a stroke, which I did not even recognize myself. And, uh, you know, that, uh, I'll see I lost my track where I was going with that. You know, Just about mindfulness and sleep. Oh, the sleep! Oh my golly! After I after I had my stroke, I you know uh, I, I would I slept. I mean, I slept uh, not in the hospital, but uh, <laughs> that was always tough with the beeps and buzzers going off. But once I uh, went to a family member in Pittsburgh, and you know, I, twelve hours sleeping was was commonplace for me until uh, uh, I you know felt more normal and uh being able to process the uh, the uh the changes in my life which which i thought was interesting you know and i i, I am so grateful to god and to uh family and friends excuse me that uh, you know when i went back down to myrtle beach because i uh, had the job for all of like a week <laughs> during in-service <laughs> Uh, and, and I tried to teach for uh, basically three months. And, you know, after after that did not work out and I learned about my stroke and I took time off, I took basically a year away from teaching and doing anything. Uh, it, it would have been crazy for me to even try and uh, return to teaching without uh, some type of... Uh, rest and brain, mm-hmm. brain rehab, you know? Yeah. But you made it through. Yeah. I made it through. I mean, I like, Yeah, I'm very fortunate. You know, I, I, I love, uh, I love being in, in my happy place down in Myrtle beach, but I, uh, I enjoy coming back here to see friends and, uh, spend time with them. Come back here in the summertime, spend time down there in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, It's a process that, you know, I I still have yet to figure out because I still need to be able to pay my bills, you know. And and although I took my retirement, uh, early retirement, early, early retirement is what they called it. (laughs) 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 Um, it, It's, uh, you know, I'm going to need to uh, find an additional, just even to take up my time. I'm going to have a lot of time, you know, uh, and to Move. move. I need... You know, for people getting older, you know, a problem is if they become inactive. You've got to be moving and active. And uh, for a while there, I didn't do much, but I know now I need to uh, become uh, active, whether it's working, uh, refereeing basketball, doing whatever uh, would be a very uh, helpful and, and productive. Uh, both emotionally and uh, physically for me. And I have
1: something that you promised you were going to do with me, but you came on a. Oh, Kathy, please. This is,
2: <laughs> uh, hold on, <laughs> Kathy. This is silencing the stigma. Oh, there's
1: stigma behind this, okay. buddy. <laughs> there's stigma when me and you walk into the gym and tell me we want to do aerial yoga. <laughs> Do you think they may stigmatize I have a us? Very,
2: I have a very good friend that does aerial, aerial or area yoga. Her name's not Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> so they
1: might stigmatize us when me and you walk into the crunch and say we want to do this yoga. It's called the crunch? The crunch is the gym.
2: Okay. Yes. <laughs> We're I have crunch. a friend that does paddle boarding and stuff and all that stuff. Uh, and then, she, you know, she does yoga. I think that's aerial yoga where they have these... Uh, yeah, we're going to hang from not It's not ropes. It's like <laughs> yeah. long sheets that are flexible that you tangle yourself up in. And uh, that would be...
1: That's me and you. You said you were going to try it.
2: Uh, uh Yes, I would need 911 <laughs> on speed dial with
1: that one. Would <laughs> they stigmatize us if me and you walked in and said we'd like to try to wrap ourselves in a sheet.
0: Easy.
1: That's what they do. Do they swing? Uh, I
2: don't know. <laughs> we, uh, we may find out.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, we got to find out what day you're here. You got here last night. You're oh, leaving Sunday, so it's a week. It's a weekday event, so uh, we'll have to just do
2: Zumba. Uh, will they throw us out? You know, I, I really no. I love this podcast, and I love all the equipment Austin has here. But what I love most is that. The drink Austin has matches Kathy's green shirt. It does. That is, that is just dynamite. I mean, um, I, I really... Uh, what, what is that? Oh, and shoes. That, you don't ever have to worry about Kathy getting hit by a car. <laughs> crossing the street because uh, she is neon green from head to toe.
1: It and like and let me tell you, if, if she's
2: ever carrying Austin's drink, <laughs> never. She will be totally fine.
1: <laughs> I can be the crossing guard, right? You could, yes,
2: yeah, she could be, yeah.
1: They told me it worked today. I look like a
2: scrub. I know. That, that's, that's terrible, right? Uh, she just say, thank you. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Shout out to all your co-workers.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so anything else?
2: Are there any other questions yeah I got, I got
0: a question should. for you sure so when you when you were living your life before stroke happened right yes and then as soon as stroke happened and then you, you start recovering what was the the mindset or was there a mindset shift from before and after that that life death experience
2: uh, one moment please
0: processing yes processing. Is this processing. AOL processing <laughs> <laughs> this might be a minute.
2: this is trust me. I'm a Mac person, and the ball <laughs> the ball was spinning.
0: Yeah, I got you. Um, because I was just reading uh, reading a book recently, and it's, it's called "The Five People You Meet in Heaven" or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, they talk about how when you come across a life threatening, this might be a bit been uh-huh. a different book, but when you come across a life threatening situation and you you live beyond that, it it almost opens your eyes and it makes you want to live live life fuller or uh
2: well yes and and like like i said you know not only god not only is god good and i hope i answer your question here austin but uh i know that i had many angels uh from many walks of life pulling my ass back down to this earth (laughs) you know um and and i'm very fortunate you know uh but I yeah I have no doubt that the the you know there were many angels working overtime on September fifth, twenty twenty. So yeah, I mean whether was it a, a I I didn't at the time I didn't recognize it as a like a near death experience. I'm like yeah. what the hell is going on? You know I just I don't feel well and you know my uh, I I'd lost uh, peripheral vision in my left eye, uh, and. You know, it's uh, uh, it was a bit. Uh, I was uh, probably more than cranky in the emergency room when uh, my friends dropped me off there. Uh, during COVID, they could not go in. I mean, uh, it's, it was a crazy time in in this world. But uh, so I sat in the uh, emergency room twice, actually, uh, trying to figure out what in the world's going on. And then God. You know the one doctor said has anybody given this guy a an aspirin he's having a stroke and i mean there were other doctors that were there but this one doctor said that and i heard him say it and and i'm like wow you never
1: know. would have expected it.
2: No, I, no, I would have never, and neither did uh, the professional doctors that were in the emergency room until this one doctor came from behind a blue sheet and said, you know, has anybody ever given, or has anybody given Mr. Connors this uh,
1: aspirin yet? Wow. And then, well, know, I wasn't and ready for you yet. No. There's no, no reason still, you're still uh, here. Yes,
2: and, uh, and, and my relatives, cousins, you know, they... Um, because I, I mean, I really, I struggled with like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm better, I'm feeling better, you know, I, I had a stroke. What does having, uh, living with a stroke as a stroke survivor, what do you, how do you move forward with it? Do I go back to teaching? Do I go back to, you know, and uh, you, you make the, I made the best decisions in all of this process. Uh, that I could at the time with as, as much knowledge as possible. And thank goodness for friends, family and uh and God is number one. And pray your prayers. Yes. Are there any other questions? Did I answer the question?
0: Yeah, you got it you answered okay. it. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh I didn't I didn't necessarily see angels or anything, I know. i d I've seen well i b I've watched that movie. Angels. No, it's called uh Goodness, I forget the name uh, of, of it. Something about like heaven. Kid, yes. A lot of references heaven in this is podcast. Real. Heaven, heaven is real. Heaven That's a good real. movie. Heaven is for real. Yeah. yeah. Is that the little yeah. kid? Yes. yes. He paints,
0: or she's the, Jesus.
2: Yeah. His yes. His father is a minister. And yeah, that was and a good movie. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, kind of the tail off that question. Yeah. Did you, like, after, looking back now, is it like, after going through all that, do you feel like you need to, like do more in your life is there things that you want to do like I don't know skydiving or like do some uh, crazy Dwight stuff Bulls. here and there you know what yes.
2: I'm saying um, the, to answer that question uh, the answer is no
0: okay
2: <laughs> nothing crazy uh, no skydiving no skydiving no jumping out of perfectly good airplanes I <laughs> okay. hear that
0: all the time because yes. we went skydiving yes me and Dylan oh, Dylan yeah. and I and uh, the guy at work I told him he's like why would you jump out of a perfectly good airplane <laughs> You don't know that, did though. You, you How do you like know? It? Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. The guy actually let me fly the plane. Well, he let me steer the plane.
2: Uh-huh. So
0: there was just enough room for the pilot. And I was I was basically the co-pilot, but I was turned the other way. And then my instructor was in front of me, and then Dylan and his instructor were over there. So it was a very small plane. We were all sitting down. So we couldn't stand up.
2: Right.
0: And uh, I was asking him questions about the airplane and stuff. And he's like, you want to fly? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, here, take the steering wheel. And I was like, Are Did you anybody videotape
2: this? No. We-
0: I'm not making this up. You can't make this up.
2: I, I know. I have the
1: video but, of them landing. Okay.
0: But uh, I started steer, I started steering, and he's like, you got you to pull harder. And I thought I was already pulling hard enough. And I'm like, are you trying to take us down? And I, <laughs> I started pulling, and we actually went went Your back. Turn. And I was like, wow, like that's crazy. He was actually a black hawk helicopter. He th- okay. So he, I guess he knows anything if I yeah. went, went he
2: down. Was...
0: <laughs> he well, would probably punch me and knock me out. The thing
2: is, you were the ones with him. <laughs> parachute yeah. he was yeah. he was damn sure not he you wasn't got a point. you got a point you he got was him. not gonna let you take him down <laughs> you got a point
0: very good point yeah.
2: yeah
0: so nothing nothing that really like intrigued you to do go out and live life basically no, like no
2: uh i mean i was a, a small business owner down here uh, or over here in Pen- uh, central pennsylvania i really you know i always one of my mottos was live life to its fullest and if i felt like uh and i had the opportunity to to do things whether it's more start my own business uh you know um i i would do it you know and i i it brings me all kind of joy with with my business even though i had to uh, stop my business after my stroke uh and moving uh i still create videos, uh, slideshows, you know, uh, recruiting videos that uh, impact people's feelings and emotions. And, uh, you know, I think, I I just, I loved, I love that part of my life. I love that, you know, Uh, I love teaching, you know. Uh, I know that whatever job I get in the future, it's gonna be in the humanities field where I'm working with people. And uh, although working remotely is enticing, uh, I know I'm gonna enjoy still impacting people's lives, uh, emotionally and uh, whether it's through video or through, uh, you know, feelings. Mothers that uh, just cry at the videos that I show.
1: (laughs) No, your videos are impactful. I mean by far their basketball video was the most impactful video <laughs> that I ever had seen. Uh-huh. And we we incorporated them from childhood speech class the whole way up oh, to
2: Oh oh boy. You
0: remember that? <laughs>
2: I do I was waiting remember for the light this. bulb to go off. <laughs> the light bulb the <laughs> light bulb comes on. You guys, let me find my head here. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> i held my hat that was a good one that was that was pretty impressive i uh, uh
1: you did it tastefully maybe not for them but for us it was a
2: little bit embarrassing i'm sure for austin and dylan
0: i don't even think we were expecting it
2: <laughs> and we had it planned but by I, two years but i perfectly I... I perfectly am grateful for kathy giving up the goods <laughs> To, we had a to Austin like a and Dylan's uh, communication. Spice. Well, their, their communication style of, uh, between themselves was
0: yeah.
2: uh, quite spectacular. And <laughs> uh, no one else in the whole world knew what the hell was saying. <laughs> but uh, they, they could communicate amongst themselves. It was pretty fabulous. I mean.
1: Kyle did not think it was fabulous. At all. We because, don't do it like that anymore. No, they would point, <laughs> and he would get so angry because he had no well, idea you what they were say, saying. No.
2: He <laughs> wouldn't say. You just point.
0: I guess. I don't remember much. I would really. Yeah. Okay.
1: They didn't say much. They talked to each other in some babbling, but nobody okay. else understood them, but they would laugh and help each other, whatever that babbling was. I just remember it was all E and D, hey, when they were talking about their names, So, we'll have to get that video out sometime. That would be a great podcast. What? How far you've come since then? Because you
2: were in front Those of the mic. videos microphone. no longer exist. Oh, they don't? Uh, Mike Do you have them? I've got news for you. You Austin. don't have them
0: because I was, i packed all your shit up and it wasn't in there.
2: It's in his computer. You didn't look
0: close enough. <laughs> I took them before I left. <laughs> <laughs> do you realize how many videos
2: I made over the uh, years? They're,
0: they're all in the internet I mean on the files oh, they, they will be on the internet
2: <laughs> put them on I will <laughs> Google Drive next week <laughs> silencing
1: there. a stigma Austin he's come a long way from because he was sitting in front of a I microphone I just feel bad man. for Dylan <laughs> <laughs> too bad he's not here to defend himself it'll just happen yeah
0: no you are you are very good and uh, dedicated to craft I have to, I have to say thank you very emotional I, I remember coming over helping you and you were you were right there watching everything I would do.
2: Yes, yeah, Austin, I believe, was uh, editing pictures actually, and, and we were making. Uh, uh, he was actually deleting the background from yeah. some of the like a fathead, if you've ever seen fatheads, that What's hang that ter- on the wall. What's that called? It's called that's uh, called uh, opacity or, or opacity masking. masking yes, yeah. masking is right. Um, and I, I've since then I have found many uh, easier way to do that. I mean, he was
0: yeah. You know, zoom in and then you would take try to erase the whole background erase
2: the erase every little pixel but i've learned
0: stuff from you like that stuff that stuff stuck with me and then like i can bring that to my own videos like you've seen some of the videos i mean i'm not nearly as good as you are but you're damn good no (laughs) but i can at least like learn the basics and then kind of gather yes and flying
2: your drone you don't give yourself enough credit
0: (laughs) i need to get back to flying that again
2: yeah, well, I usually do for
0: Sunset and Sunrise. But I know.
2: Uh, sometimes on Facebook I'll see the uh, whatever group. and sunrise, It'll sunset. be, yeah, it's, it, it's a it's a beautiful picture of the sunrise on uh, in York County. I mean, it's tremendous.
0: But, uh, yeah, I appreciate you taking your time coming from Myrtle Beach to York and uh, spending it with us a little bit here and chatting
1: getting a text I really, I really from he texted it. me when he got in town. What are you doing? I said we're doing a podcast and you're coming.
2: <laughs> I love laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we did a lot of that. We did a lot of that before uh, the podcast started. Laughter is good for yeah. the soul. It is. It really is. <laughs> it it does. It makes you happy. If you can get up smiling. I was up at 4:30 this morning and I've been laughing ever since. I don't know what's wrong with me today.
2: Absolutely nothing, Kathy. You're stunning in your your highlighter. A- actually, you look like a tennis ball. <laughs> I feel
1: like we're gonna need to take a picture so people. Does can Does it say it. pen on your back? <laughs> All right, I look like a scrub today. Okay, I'm never wearing this again. But anyway, thank you. I do appreciate you coming impromptu. You're in town for just a few days, and you took the time to come. We also thank you for listening to all the podcasts mm-hmm. and commenting and helping us out and curving his uh, language. You you're know. always the
0: first one to reach out in the morning.
2: Yep. Oh, that, that's
0: we great. Appreciate that.
2: Yeah, that is good. Well, I, you know, it, it's, uh, you guys provide a heck of a nice and good service, and, um, you know, um, you're special, and that's awesome. Well, we appreciate are... that, and as a appreciate person it.
1: coming on. You can tell others. It's not nerve-wracking, right? Like, we didn't prepare this. You obviously didn't have time. You just come and laugh. Uh, well,
2: I, I really wanted to see kind of uh, the setup here of Austin's, all his technology and stuff. Uh, with me doing wedding videos and things like that, I was always fascinated with uh, his what we have here. And it's pretty impressive. I mean, uh, haven't gotten tangled up in anything. And, uh, we. <laughs> It's pretty impressive, and no, there, there's no. Uh, it's very comf- comforting. It's you know, there's no stress. Uh, there will be a later podcast where we tell stories, and all you hear is our l- laughing.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Friday the thirteenth. We're recording this on Friday the thirteenth. Mike says he's not superstitious. I passed a black cat.
2: <laughs> Close a damn umbrella, Austin. <laughs> We're not superstitious. <laughs>
1: But your mirror broke. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Seven years of (laughs) hell
1: starts today.
2: (laughs) We're out to cut that. No, he had good luck. We can cut it out. (laughs) You can do anything with this video (laughs) or audio.
1: We had good luck though. We scratched off your your scratch off lottery ticket. We won fifty
2: we won fifty dollars on the scratch offs. (laughs)
1: We don't promote gambling.
2: Go penguins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much um, for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.
0: All right, guys. See it.